the fall of man. Okay, wow. And it will exist after. So, so, we take the Bible for example. Angels and spirit beings existed way before mankind and earth was created. Yeah. Because the Bible says that the angels and the stars clapped and sang for joy when God was creating earth. So that means that they were there before earth was created. In Genesis 1, it says, God created the heavens and the earth. Obviously, meaning that the heavens came first and then the earth came second. Mm. So in, in different accounts, we've never seen any account of a naked angel. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah. so, so every angel is clothed to the point that even the Lord Jesus himself, when John saw him in the immaterial realm, he was robed. Wow. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. So, so that means that the concept of dressing existed in the immaterial realm already. Just that it would have been manifested in the physical realm over time. Because wow. realize that God didn't just automatically automatically make Adam do everything that existed in heaven on earth. No. It was step by step. He said, first till the ground. After a while, he said, name the animals. You know, small, small. So that that's it. But it's interesting. Um, for those of you who have your Bibles, uh, I was just searching quickly for an account in Genesis chapter 3. Yes, please. Um, Genesis chapter 3, verse 21. Now, the Bible says that, and also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and tend them then the Lord God said behold the man has become like one of us to know good and evil and now lest he put on his hand lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken now take a look carefully at Genesis chapter 3 verse 21 and he says that and also for Adam and his wife the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them think about that the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them but earlier on we found out that when Adam ate the fruit and realized that they were naked. He took fig leaves and created a dress for his wife. Yeah. So that's in Genesis chapter 3 verse 7. He says, Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Mm, wow. Do you get it? Yeah. So these people invented an idea in the material realm. Okay. And the idea was that they realized they were naked and then their pure conscience, their conscience unadulterated, their conscience unstained, their conscience still in its pure form made them understand that it was wrong to be naked. Mm, wow. Made them understand that it was wrong for a guy to see everything on your body. Oh. So they decided together to sew fig leaves. 
Adam didn't say what I'm seeing is nice, so if be like that. Oh my! <laughs> you get wow, it? Wow, wow, yeah. Adam, wow! Adam, Adam. You see, today they say that boys, there we are boys. <laughs> but, on, but, uh, uh, you see, boys, there we are boys. But Adam, Adam was, Adam was the, was our, 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 our role model. And I use the word was. <laughs> Because Jesus is our role model now. All right, so Adam was our role model. And Adam was like our big brother, our first guy. Yeah. And can you imagine the person who set the status quo saw a naked woman and gave her a dress? Wow. Guess what? The naked woman he saw was his wife. Mm. Oh, my. Wow. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> that Even, <is> deep. <laughs> the man's conscience was so pure that he knew that it was a shameful thing or he felt it was a shameful thing to see the complete nakedness of the woman he, he married. He, was got, he got married. Wow. So they came up with a concept that why don't we find something to cover ourselves? So, Adam's lightning sharp mind. He looked at the, the leaves, the fig leaves. And then he decided, okay, why don't we try and sew these things together? Who knows? Maybe they would have gotten some roots or something and used it as thread. And then he sewed the fig leaves together. And, and, and he clothed his wife. But I'm asking a question. How well can leaves, leaves cover a person? That, that, that will not be a proper cover. Exactly. There will still be things exposed. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so now, God comes in and then God takes animal and takes off the animal skin. Obviously allowed it to dry, beated the skin, that did everything it needed to do and then sewed a tunic. That is a robe, a robe. He sewed a robe out of the animal skin and gave it to Adam and his wife. So Adam invented a concept of cover. And then God now comes and says that this is a concept that already existed. Let me show you how it's actually done. <laughs> so dressing and covering is a God-invented con con concept. Wow. And if it is God-invented, wow. then nothing God invents is for nothing. Everything has a purpose. So there is a major purpose to the reason why we have to cover ourselves. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that this is deep. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see this one coming. <laughs> yeah. So that means dressing is not a man made something. Exactly. It, 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 it was something that already existed. Yes, in the immaterial realm. Wow. So that's why. So, so I, I, I wanted to ask if, like, uh, the next question I was going to ask was, like, so why dressing like why the, why the dressing what's now, the importance of dressing if it's from the <laughs> divine like what what do you think is the is the is, is the importance of dressing i want to hear from you from this, this 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 is a very heavy question actually now look at something you you asked me what's the purpose of, of coming now adam and eve when they were walking fully in God's perfect will, 
didn't need a dress. Okay. okay. Now, when they ate of the food, that was when they realized they were naked. Okay. All right. Then a need for a dress came. Okay. So they sold fig leaves. That means that they were pushed to introduce a certain concept into the material realm before time. Wow. Because if it already existed in the heavenly realm, most likely it would have been introduced in the material realm over time. Wow. For example, God walks up to a guy called Noah and says, build something called an ark. I'll give you measurements. I'll give you... It didn't exist, but it, it was exist. introduced later. Yeah. Wow. So you have no idea that things that God would have introduced later in time. Wow. To Adam. Wow. Now, if Adam should have waited a little... And by the way, I'm, 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 my focus is on Adam because... The instruction to not eat of the fruit was given to Adam, not Eve. Okay. So when Eve ate the fruit in front of the serpent, nothing happened. Yeah. When Adam ate the fruit after Eve gave it to him, everything happened. <laughs> so if Adam were, were to have been patient a little and decided to talk to his wife and say that, oh baby, God said that we shouldn't eat this thing now. So, Charlie, I know this serpent is very subtle. You know, the Bible says that the serpent was the most subtle of all the creatures. Mm. Meaning that he's like a married man and his wife. And then the wife goes to meet this very alluring guy in the office mm. who is whispering <laughs> sweet things and hey, saying sweet things sweet to her. Things, you know? yeah. yeah, because he said that the serpent was the most subtle. Wow. Subtle, another word for subtle is cunning. Another word for cunning is persuasive or alluring. What the lady said, this girl can allure you. What Delilah did to Sam, the alluring. Mm. So the serpent was the king of it. It was the most subtle among all the animals. And you know how women are emotional beings. So you can imagine how the serpent directly reached to the woman's heart that she forgot everything her husband and God had said. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. She forgot everything her husband and God had said. So That's if a, yeah. So if a cunning, uh, let me just digress a little. If a cunning animal could make a woman forget everything that God and, and her husband has said, then imagine how much potential women have in expressing faith in God. Because that means that they have within them the emotional capacity to forget everything that the world has trained them to know, that the world is telling them, that their circumstance is telling them, and focus only on God's word. It's an inherent potential they have. Wow. And if Adam could forget everything God said because the woman was reconfigured on the emotional level to eat of the fruit, then imagine the potential also the ladies have in restoring men to a place of fellowship with God. My God. That's what the Bible says in the Psalms that God released the word of his power and great were the company of women who published it. Wow. In other words, when it comes to the job of carrying women are greater 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 we today we talk about the day of Pentecost and we praise peter for winning <laughs> three thousand people but look at something simple the woman and he won three thousand people after spending three years with jesus mm. the woman with the with the woman by the well spent yeah. roughly let's say an hour with the lord and then won a whole city my god <laughs> yeah so just so one, yeah. not even a day yeah not not even a day just an hour or so and one and then and then won a whole city now, now, let, let's, not, let's go back to subject now. So, if Adam should have waited a little, 
that means that god would have come to teach adam the same concept because adam ate the fruit and they realized they were naked they were ashamed and they wanted a covering they did something inferior to what god would have taught them the superior version in time so they did the fig leaves and god now comes and says, that's not how it's done if you would notice until the time that adam ate the thing god was instructing adam to do everything yeah. god would say adam name the animals God would say, Adam, till the ground. God would say, Adam, do this. But when he came to the tunic, God sold it himself. Oh. That means that it wasn't yet time for Adam to be clothed. There were so many things God needed to show the guy. Then over time, God would have taught him how to make a tunic. Amazing. 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 <laughs> now, let me link all what I just said to the question you asked. Now, if man could have lived without a cloth and not feel ashamed that they were naked because they were living operating at a higher level of consciousness so they weren't they weren't aware of such lower levels of attraction and pleasure such as their breast and so on and so forth if men could operate at that consciousness then that means that there wasn't per se a need for dressing if the only purpose of dressing was to cover our nakedness wow 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 that means they could have been fine and if that is if man can operate at such a level of consciousness then there is then imagine the level of consciousness god is operating at wow that wow. should tell you then 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 in heaven they don't need any attire <laughs> so that means that the concept of dressing goes beyond covering nakedness i love something well, the psalmist said yeah, yeah yeah so so you ask me what is the importance of dressing What's the importance of dressing as a whole? Dressing as a whole, the importance of dressing as a whole is, is what we are about to study now. Throughout the Bible, there's a particular trend we see anytime the divine is introduced. Number one, you see, the Bible is meant to educate us as, as children of God to understand divine systems. Yes, yes. All right. Now, you see, right now, I feel like we should be charging $2,000 for all this information that people are hearing. Seriously. Yo, um, I, I think Commander, I have, to, I have to start charging them. Now. Yeah, because the radio session, we should do online ticket purchase. Oh, then we yes. send you a private link. Oh, yes. Yes. Rita, <laughs> send, send yours right now. I know you're a favorite <laughs> fan and you are listening right now. Please send your money. Two, 2K. 2K, pay. Yeah. But by the way, before we continue, I just want to give shout outs to Christine, now Ajele. Wow. I hope I got her name right. I hope her name is Ajele. If it's not Ajele, Ayoko or Ayele or something. <laughs> the girls, they're actually powerful names. So. I'm sure she has nine inside. Okay, yeah. So I want to give shout outs to Christine now. I mean, Christine <laughs> is, is just an amazing person. She's, she's she's one of my baby girls. She's on now. Um, Christine does so well in, in, in letting people out there know about the Telegram radio. You know, sometimes powerful things go on. But people find it difficult to trust and give their time and attention to even yourself as a student or something or whoever listening sometimes you know you have to study and things but you don't study yeah so it's not easy to do what is right i understand so sometimes people know that something great is going on but it's not it's difficult to join in and all they kind of give excuses they allow their flesh to give them excuses and all and so sometimes as we post links and stuff people get fed up because they feel like i posted it on my status and 10 of my other friends posted on their status but only 10 people joined so what is the use of even posting? But you see, it, it goes beyond that. Sometimes uh, as you are posting, you are making people aware. Okay. They are not joining, but they are becoming aware. One day, they will just see something somewhere and then it will all link and look like, hey, then Charlie make her join. Mm. And yeah. Christine does so well in, in, 
in letting people know i see her put it on all her social media handles i see her really making short videos for the telegram radio session and all of this is without us even telling her to do any of that so i just want to say shout outs to christine i think she's our, our greatest supporter fan sponsor so charlie will be giving her a shout out i think from time to time we should give people who do special things you give them some special package and things yes yeah, it's commander yeah, yeah. yes it's commander yeah. anyway 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 <laughs> so 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 that's it christine anyway back to subject right yes, back to yeah. subject so we see a particular trend about dressing okay. and i'm saying the purpose of the bible is to help us is to reorient and reconfigure us to understand things the divine way okay the divine way is not some spiritual out of this world way the divine way is simply the original way oh, because wow. the bible says that god created the heavens and the earth meaning that god was somewhere before he created these two things oh so that means that the origin of everything is from god wow so the divine way is the original way wow yes not the way of the world wow the original way to dance is the divine way not the way of the world the original <laughs> way to rap to big beats the original of everything is actually the divine way wow Ah, ah, so now look at something chief i respect this guy so much we call him in the bible the psalmist he was known as the king david in fact in the genealogy in matthew chapter one a very interesting truth is revealed there was a lineage of kings over there but go back and read matthew chapter one among all the lineage of kings david was the only one whose name was mentioned king david yeah not even solomon was called king solomon wow so david has such a high represent god said that he's a man after my heart hey, that David like David you, you, you can imagine the post the guy had <laughs> but can you imagine i found a particular trend in his writings and i fear david's writing i mean this in a in a holy way wow Tell i revere his writing can you imagine that david prophesied about jesus no think about it a king he wasn't per se like a prophet by office david prophet later on the writers in the new testament said and the prophet david so they referred to him as a prophet but i i know that that reference only comes because when they look at the accuracy of his scriptures is insane Mm -hmm. but by office he was a king and the guy said that the lord said unto my lord sit at my right hand until i make your enemies a footstool david literally wrote in his psalms conversations god had with jesus wow wow hundreds of years before jesus will come on earth wow charlie stop the guy is serious <laughs> stop a man after god's own heart and i'm kind of now understanding oh okay and so i don't take lightly things david writes then guess what david writes he says god is clothed in majesty <laughs> what did david see how would someone look at somebody's dressing and describe the dressing by a virtue exactly how he said he is robed in holiness and clothed in majesty wow i know our literature people will come and be giving us figures of, of speech and all of those <laughs> things but for your information eh, see david was one of the most beautiful writers go back look at the context of all his writings and you read that the guy wrote things from a certain deep perspective and eh? it's almost scary hmm. look at something we can talk about literary devices and things uh, whatever uh, uh, is it onomatopoeia yeah onomatopoeia or uh, simile simile irony irony uh, oh 
and so on. But we don't want to mention all us. They'll get all the answers. So talk about all of these things, but listen to a statement the Bible makes. It says, God dwells in an unapproachable light. Like there's a certain light that shines around God that is so bright that it becomes tangible. Mm, wow. Like the light can push you away. It's a tangible light. Wow. So by the time David is also talking about a certain garment that God is dressed with, that is called a garment of holiness. Then Charlie. Wow. Then later, Isaiah is also... Pro- I thought it was David's mistake. Maybe David was a literature guy <laughs> because he wrote a lot. Then we come and see a pure prophet called Isaiah. He said, God will change what? No, this one is too vague. I know you don't know which scripture I'm talking about. <laughs> He'll change what? Your garments of mourning. Wow. Garment of joy. Wow. So that means that when somebody is seriously depressed, God gives the person a dress. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so, 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 are you seeing dressing from another perspective? It's like dressing is one of the most underestimated divine itineraries. Dressing is like a world on its own. That's why one of the industries I don't, f- I don't joke with is the fashion industry. I personally, I'm training girls stop i'm training girls who are coming to blow the minds of the fashion industry because they are taking us a few steps back to the original uh, <laughs> you, see, you see adam thought he had stone figly had done something god comes and says let me show you how it's done and then he shows a tunic out of animal skin so these people are coming to show the fashion industry that let me show you how it's done wow yeah, yeah. wow let, let me just give you another one quickly yes okay please. today what do i our soldiers wear. They wear camo, right? Yeah, they wear camo. Why aren't they holding shields? But they are still wearing helmets. Those days they used to wear helmets. Yeah. Today they are still wearing helmets. Yes, they are still wearing helmets. Those days they used to wear breastplates, but today they are not wearing breastplates. They are wearing shirts. Yeah. Why? Because the world is advancing. Yeah. Things are changing. That means that the modern day sojamans full body armor is his camo attire Mm. that means that if the modern day soldier man's full body armor is his soldier dress today they don't wear breastplates but they wear bulletproofs we look like just a singlet and even more sophisticated bulletproofs are coming now think about this so the modern day man's full body armor is a dress, a garment that even bullets cannot penetrate. That means that for the olden day soldier man, what we used to see them wearing shields and breastplates and all of those things, to them was dress made of metal. Wow. Now, are you ready for the shocker? God says that there is a way to mold righteousness into a breastplate. Wow. He says, I want to take you to another level of fashion where your raw material for creating the dresses is no longer fabric, but virtues. Wow. So he says that get salvation and mold it into a helmet. Hmm. He says that instead of leather belt, I think you should use truth belt. 
He said, instead of a metallic shield, he said, use faith. Wow. So this is dressing being introduced to us from a divine perspective. That's what I'm saying. That he said God was clothed in holiness. He said you take off the garments of mourning. So you can now see that all the times that dressing was referred to in reference to the divine concept, dressing was described as virtues. Wow. Meaning that you can decide how you feel by what you wear. Amazing. We'll leave it here. We'll leave it here. I think I'm, I'm talking too much. So let's go to the next question. Commander, please, we are really learning. So that, so that means the dressing is not just to, to cover nakedness. It goes beyond that. Yes, sir. In fact, I met an angel one time that called dressing identity. <laughs> so to them, dressing is not something to cover. Dressing is identity. Wow. I, I think what you just said is in line with my next question. The, the next question was, what should be somebody's motivation for dressing? Like, what should be your motivation? Your motivation for dressing should be your assignment. Commander, please help me with this. <laughs> you see, you see, right now, I feel like we chose the wrong topic. <laughs> I feel like we chose the wrong topic because my stomach is literally burning right now. And I feel like there are things I need to say but it must be set after certain foundations have been laid. Okay. Like, for example, with this question you've just asked like this, a foundation of purpose and assignment has to be laid. Yeah. Or it doesn't carry much weight when I explain. Yeah, wow. It's just Very a lot of say. words and knowledge. Very true. Do you get it? Yes, please. Now, now, look at something. Let me give you a classic story. Okay. Yes, please. The tunics in those days, they were very short tunics and very long ones. Yes, please. All right. They were very short tunics, very long ones. Now, the average guy, Peter, the average boy used to wear, their tunics were short, just a little lower below the knee. Some of them were around the knee. Even if some of you have watched this movie, Chosen, Chosen series, you see the, the height of the tunics. That was the same height they gave to Jesus' tunic. But I don't agree with that. Because Jesus' tunic must have been obviously so long that it, it almost got to his feet. Wow. 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 Because we are looking at a woman who has lost blood for 12 years. Yes. She obviously must have been so weak. Hmm. And the only reason why, the only place that came to her mind to touch on Jesus' body was the hem of his garment was because she was crawling. Wow. She didn't say if I can touch his shoulder. She didn't say if I can touch his back. She said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I mean that she was crawling on the floor. So the only place she could see was his hem, the hem wow. of his garment. Now, if she was so weak that she was crawling, I don't think she would go and touch something that is above the knee. No. By the way, if she was behind Jesus and was touching a tunic that was above the knee, Charlie, where her hands were going were risky. <laughs> very risky. It was very risky. <laughs> that would be very risky. <laughs> see, see, if you are listening in and you didn't laugh at what I just said, <laughs> you have a problem. You have a, your problems are a lot. It, it is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Please, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I said this and you are offended. My apologies. Okay. Anyway, so, so, so let, let's look at this. So she she touches the hem of Jesus's garment. Yes. Sir. And then she's made whole. Hmm. That means that that day, that day, for that miracle to be recorded among all the crowds that were thronging jesus hmm. 
and only one woman was able to express divine faith and the bible says that without faith it was impossible to please god meaning that a person who has faith is pleasing god is god's pleasure that means that among all the crowds jesus's walkings all the things that were happening there there was one woman and there was something that drew god's attention there and that was the woman with the issue of blood who had faith it means that all of this would have been not if jesus was wearing a long a short dress wow the only reason why god's pleasure was able to be fulfilled was because jesus was dressed in a long tunic wow wow so wow. that means that for that day for god's will for god's assignment to be established for that day even if every other day he wore he wore a short tunic that day he had to wear a long one <laughs> that means even the, that means what you wear is not your choice see brother you are sharp <laughs> Wow. This, this, this is just amazing. You know, <laughs> you know Jesus, Jesus said that. Jesus, the Bible says that at one time Jesus got somewhere and they asked him for his robe. And as many as touched the robe were made whole. Now ask yourself, why didn't they ask for something else? Why did they ask for Jesus' robe? Wow. Think about it. Why didn't they ask for something else? Why did they ask for Jesus' robe? Wow. The people had an understanding of the link of garments to assignment. Wow. So they said that we just want the dress. Once we get the dresses, we have Jesus. So Jesus, you can go. Now watch <laughs> what happens with the, the woman with the issue of blood. She touched the garment. Jesus said, you touched me. Oh. That's why I'm saying that the, the angel told me, he said, garments is identity. Wow. If you have someone shirt, you have the person. Wow. What then from Commander, from what you are saying, then I'm not actually understanding the identity people give to people just because of the way they are dressed. You see, that is that is even in the degraded version, like just from man's perspective, stuff. We are able to identify people based on how they are dressed. Wow. You, you bought that thing. So yeah. the woman touched Jesus' garment. He said, Who touched me? Wow. That means that if Jesus was the garment, then that means that who Jesus is must be revealed in his dressing. Wow. Th wow. Think about what I'm saying. Who Jesus is must be revealed in his dressing. Wow. Because when they touch their dress, they touch him. That means he must be revealed in the dress. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you, you see that's what i'm saying that i feel we are not ready because even already where i'm going with this i can't continue to the end but i'm saying that you must be revealed in your dress wow. so who you are must be reflected in how you dress okay. and i'm not just saying this from the natural perspective who you are must be revealed in how you dress who you are must be seen in how you dress. Who you are should be seen in your dress. You should be seen in your dress. You are your dress. <laughs> I am my dress. So if God called chief you to be a mighty influencer to mankind 
maybe in the area of men's thinking, men's mentality, in connecting with God. Maybe God sent you specifically to the people who are in the corporate areas. That identity you have in the spirit must be revealed in your dress. Wow. So that means God will design for you a tunic and he will take off the fig leaves. <laughs> wow. That means that God will predict for you or will tell you how you should dress that fits your assignment. Wow. Wow. So that means that the foundation always remains the same, starting from like that fellowship and connection with your maker and, and your soul. That's all. Once you connect with your maker, everything, that's where everything starts. Have you asked yourself why? Elijah was so soaked in the presence of God. Elijah, he was so soaked in the presence of God that his body could catch fire and it didn't burn. Wow, that's amazing. But guess what? When he sat in the chariot, neither did the dress burn. Because the dress was just like Elijah. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Today we are really learning. I, I didn't expect to hear this yeah. at all yeah. they, they say that we should invest treasure in heaven where neither rust nor moth doth corrupt that means that immaterial or material things cannot exist in the immaterial we cannot take physical things to heaven but there was no account of Enoch changing his dress when he was going to heaven <laughs> wow huh. wow neither did we hear of Jesus and I mean, when Jesus died and rose, he didn't change his dress before going to heaven. When he was talking to them, no, he just ascended with their dress. <laughs> Listen, this, this is really amazing. I, I know you guys are learning so, so, so much. Unfortunately, our time is, <laughs> is up. But mm, let me speak to my, my, my management. Let me give them, they have to give us some more time for today. <laughs> Manivia, please. Today they allow us. Allow, allow us. Allow us. Give us some more time, please. <laughs> Commander, w- when you were talking, you, you made mention of um, fashion. Fashion. I, 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 I want to know your mind about fashion today because what, when I look at my, my world today, it's almost as if that the fashion is 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 in a certain direction now it's now almost more of like more exposure of the body that shows your creativity um i mean cutting part and exposing part that is actually what is showing creativity what was your what's your mind or what's your take on the whole of fashion and i think this will be a blessing to our people who are on the line who are into fashion I'm sure it will really be a blessing to them so that at least because if you're a kingdom person and you um and your passion is in the line of fashion at least i mean you should know what your father thinks so commander i'm sure my listeners who are into fashion will really want to hear to, to hear your take on this all right can i release some bombs yes please all right now feel free girl. first question is how does god speak to man The official way that God speaks to mankind is through the mind. Yes, sir. 
he says that when the spirit comes he will remind you of the things that i have said you will bring again to your mind remind the prefix re which means again and then mind so you again bring to mind things that i've said that's number one number two he says and everything that the father and i have to say to you he will tell you he said in fact don't think listen to what he said he said don't think of what you want to say when they call you to the council of elders because the spirit of the father will speak through you wow in wow. other words don't do the thing and all the holy spirit to do is for you wow so the things that are of the spirit cannot the carnal man cannot receive them because they are spiritually discerned so the root the beginning place of receiving a voice from god or receiving a word from god is from the spirit that is why the carnal man cannot trans cannot receive them but it is converted into the mind as the end result so the journey begins from the spirit and then it is converted through many processes because in the spirit god's voice or god's word starts as a light so when god speaks it is just a light that is shot at us wow. now when this light is shot this light is now converted through many processes and then through these many processes by the time it gets to the human mind the final product is called an idea wow or what you choose to call a thought <laughs> see i can bet you every man of god every bishop every archbishop every apostle including you yourself that told somebody that god told me all you meant was that i had an idea that wasn't going oh wow try and remember you wanted to go out and then it occurred to you to rather stay but you wanted to go and the idea kept on no, stay 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 it just kept on coming to mind and then you heard that when somebody went out this 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 happened he said god told me to stay say i wanted to go but god kept on telling me to stay wow you simply meant you had an idea that wasn't going wow wow <laughs> wow apart from open visions apart from open visions where god opened your eye to see something manifested in the physical realm see listen to me every other way god speaks to everybody is through the mind but guess what it is the same for demons as well wow. so the end result of the ideas that you have is that it was either inspired by the spirit of god or it was inspired by the demon wow. okay now let's put that in the fridge so now yes. you know that the ideas and the thoughts that can come to mind pertaining designs of dresses and things it's just an idea or a thought but it was whispered by a spirit from the source. Oh. Okay, now let's pause. Here is the bomb I want to release. A lot of the things you wear are hand designed under the sea. <laughs> A lot of the things, one of the most creative negative spirits you can find are dwarfs. Wow. <laughs> a lot of the things you wear, especially tattered clothes, tattered clothes. You see the thing. You know, tattered clothes have a lot of connection with earth. Next time, take random pictures of a forest. Look at how roots hang down trees and then compare it to how treads hang down tattered clothes hey. Hey. wow 
Wow. The source of the fashion industry started in the Garden of Eden. It started with trees, plants, and nature. So it has never gone too far from there. Wow. Now, as I'm saying, dressing has everything to do with purpose and assignment. So if the assignment of a spirit of lust is to make sure that lust generally increases somewhere, what he has to do is that he has to create more lustful identities. And what is that last identity? I said garment is identity. So he just creates more dresses. And then he whispers it as ideas to a fashion person. That's all. All of a sudden, hundred more last beans have been created. But they come to you as dresses. <laughs> this is really amazing. That means the fashion designer is not just doing the heat. He or she is actually a medium. Everybody is. Everybody is. <laughs> this is really amazing. So, looking at the particular fashion will even let you know. Will let you know this because when you look at a dress, you should know the assignment that backs the dress. Why are you revealing your stomach to me? For what? <laughs> Why are you revealing your ties to me? Just a little of it. Almost to tell me that you want to create in me a craving. But you won't give me the full thing. Then it means that the government has an assignment. Oh. Wow. Wow. Which will leave you somewhere. Exactly. Please want to leave tell our, our fashion designer. I can tell fashion designer. More fellowship with God. That's number one. Study the scriptures a lot. That's number two. The rest, the Holy Spirit will do it. See, Timothy said, Don't do anything that stirs up youthful lust. So any dress at all you design, any dress at all you, you wear, no matter how creative you think you wear. Even if it was God that gave you the original idea, the moment in the end it stirs up youthful as that or it was corrupted, now demons are in charge. Wow. I, I, I don't know about command that for this one. I, I, I want a refresh. Mm-hmm. I, I will want you to pray for our people who are in charge. I will. Yeah. I will. I will. I will. I will. Let me do that now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for anyone at all who is going into the fashion industry. We pray that you reveal to them divine concepts. We pray that you show them the divine way. Father, we pray for a greater fellowship with you. We speak for a measure, deposit, a greater measure of the deposit of that sowing skill from the divine perspective in them. Let them have greater ideas. Let them have greater pictures. But Father, even more, we pray that their minds and their ears will be filtered from the whisperings of demons. We speak that a strong passion is stirred up in them for your word. A strong passion is stirred up in them for fasting. 
a strong passion is stirred up in them father for fellowship with you so that they can recommunicate concepts according to the pattern they see it in heaven thank you father that virtues are about to manifest as garments we thank you that this is done for each and every single one of them in jesus name amen amen as we're praying now i saw i saw you know like how a flame bent on top of a candle mm. that's how i saw the nature of the flame bent upon their heads i just saw the flame come on on the multitudes and god said you just sparked a flame on their heads wow so they have become a candle and wow. the flame is burning on top of them so they will give light in the area of fashion because it was a dark place when the lights were coming around, it was a multitude the lights were coming on and the whole place was getting bright and i was seeing more and more people wow so yeah wow yeah thank you lord yeah. <laughs> i think if, if you are a fashion designer you you, you are oh, this this is for you this is for you this is for you wow unfortunately <laughs> the, the time and management you gave me is is up but i want to ask oh, one more um Today we we've spoken about fashion. Come on, do, do you have any advice for us on how to build a good house? Nice. How to build a good yes, because since so. where we are supposed to build an identity, because I think the dressing is a place of investment. And sometimes we kind of feel that like we need to spend money and yeah. other things and other stuff. So what 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 they say and some people do like there's also a certain habit of like extravagantly investing into dresses and other stuff like because it's our last question i'd like for you to hit on all of this how to build on the wardrobe uh, your advice concerning uh, spending spending when it comes to dress now rome was not built in one day that's the first thing to understand <clears throat> for me like this eh? As soon as the Lord gives me an instruction, an identity, and then gives me a garment to go with that identity, anything that is not that garment doesn't stay in my wardrobe for more than three months. Even if somebody dashes me, it doesn't stay for more than three months. Wow. Mostly between one to three months, I would have dashed it out. Wow. Yeah. I would have dashed it out. Now, if you go into my wardrobe right, my closet right now, anything that is not black, that is not white, that is not green, and that is not brown. It doesn't stay there for more than a month. Wow. Yeah. Now, let me make this as simple as possible. All of you need to invest in your garments. The same way you have come to realize that eating is an eating is a necessity for life. That is the same way that you must come to understand that how you dress is also a necessity for life. Now, you don't need to be expensive to dress good. Oh, wow. Wow. You don't need to be expensive to look good. Everyone must aim to buy quality clothing in life, which will cost you something. And so don't expect to be poor forever. Decide that I will grow, I will earn more, and I'll be able to buy quality clothing. See, Adam and Eve sowed fig leaves. Fig leaves would dry up in a matter of days. And then the dress would have faded by that time. So God came and gave animal skin. Mm. God said that 
I want you to get more quality clothes. <laughs> wow. Now, look at or look for what looks good on you. Okay. Look at, look for what looks good on you. I'm giving points now. Yes, please. Number one, look at, look for what look what looks good on you. Point number two, take a decision to get it. Okay. Do you know why a lot of guys don't have singlets as we speak right now? <laughs> Tell me, Commander. Because they've simply not decided to buy. Oh, wow. Some of you, That's some cool. of you, your, your, your boxer shorts is like the waves of the sea. <laughs> some of your boxer shorts is like the waves of the sea. There are girls who can relate. I don't want to say their <laughs> What are you stepping on toes? Yeah. Some of you, there is no difference between the spotting waves on your head and then the, the edges of your boxer shorts and your undergarments. But you have simply not bought a new one because you have not decided to. Wow. So point number two is that decide to get it. Decide to get it. Now, Order begets productivity. Point number three. Order begets productivity. When there is order, you are able to be more fruitful. You get it. Now, let me explain what point number three means. Point number three means that if you are just buying clothes anyhow, you just buy anything you want, you just buy anything you see, and there is no order to your garments... That means that you will not have a productive dressing life. But the moment you set order to it, that is all productivity comes. Wow. So order begets productivity. Remember when Jesus wanted to multiply the bread? He first told his disciples, let them sit down in companies of 50. Before the miracle, before the explosion, before we can see an increase, first set order. Wow. So order begets productivity. Now, Look at the structure of your life. Let's take a practical, let's say practically, let's take a student. What are your routines? You go for lectures. You go out with friends. You go to church and you stay in your room. Meaning that there are four major branches to your, like major. There are a lot of other minor things that the major are four. So the four major are what? Lectures, friends, church and room. Meaning that for the room, you need casual dresses for room. Wow. For church, you need official dresses for church. Then you need things that are semi-formal for lectures. But guess what? Semi-formal can also go out. So that means that you need three major divisions in your dressings now. So I need things that I wear in the room. If you see me in my room, this is what you are expecting to see me wearing. If I'm going to church, this is what you are going to expect to see me wearing. And if I'm going to lectures, expect to see me wearing something like this. You see, you are worried about changing your dress every day. In fact, you can't wear all what you wore last week because they saw you wear it last week. So, you want to wear another one this week. 
So uh, and you can't wear all what you wore this week because if somebody sees you wearing it again next week, they'll go like, hey, this girl, you you wear the same dress every two weeks. So you want to wear one dress once every month. You do well, pa. You do well, pa. Bill Gates daughter, we salute. Elon Musk, nephew in law, yeah, we salute. See, listen to me. As you are busy analyzing your dressings and all of those things, there is another lady in your class who wears the same baggy jeans, and she has three different top combinations for the baggy jeans. Monday, she wears one. Tuesday, she wears one. Wednesday, she wears one. Thursday, she wears what she wore on Monday. Friday, she wears what she wore on Tuesday. At the end of the week, she, wa- she washes the five, ready to start next week. Wow. Oh, but Commander, we can't be wearing the same thing to, 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 to lectures every time. Oh, I see. But the manager is wearing a suit every day to work. So you are the one who is the most diplomatic. But it's because you don't understand. But the teller is wearing the same office skirt every day to work. You are a student, a mere student. No, no, no. Relax. Set order. Check your routines. Maybe you are a worker. Maybe you go to work. Maybe the dress code for work is black and white. Get the black and white. Aside work, what else do you do? You go to casual places. You are at home. Get casual things for home. Aside that, what do you do? You go to church. Get things for church. So look at the major things in your life and then create garments for them. Yes. The boys. I, I talked about the girls. The boys. Maybe you go for lectures. The same routine. Maybe you can get black one black trouser. Listen to me. You can get one. That's the guy. And I'm speaking for people who have an extremely low budget too. Yes. You can get one black trouser. If you say going to a tailor is too expensive for you, go to Accra. There are already tailored trousers there. 30 CDs, 20 CDs, 15 CDs you can get. I know maybe somebody is shocked that I know the prices of all of these things and I'm talking about Accra. <laughs> maybe they were expecting me to say you can go to Mr. Price. <laughs> and you, you go to Mr. 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 Change. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Expense and you Mr. Price. Now, l- listen, 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 listen. You can get one black trouser. Now, you can get a nice polo long sleeve t-shirt. A nice polo long sleeve t-shirt costs 40 CDs. That 40 CDs, you can save it in a month. I'm talking about your budget is extremely low. You can save it in a month. Now, buy one nice polo long sleeve t-shirt and wear it once every Sunday. Get two polo long sleeve t-shirts. Nice. They cost about 40 CDs. And there are even other grades that are not polo. That can cost up to 30 CDs. You can get two and wear this Sunday you wear one, the next Sunday you wear the other one. And you keep rotating. Nobody will arrest you. Then what happens is that you are looking good every Sunday because you are wearing a neatly ironed long sleeve t-shirt. Your neat black trouser, which you wear on only Sunday. So it's it's not going to also fade quickly because you are wearing once a week. You bob. So by the time you are having something like you are sorted out for Sundays for the year. Wow. Wow. So so you see that if you actually sit down to think, you realize that you can actually get a lot of things. Very true, Commander. They sell round neck t-shirts, like just normal round neck t-shirts, round neck t-shirts. 
chase there and all of this. Not those types. There are some that are more firm than that. Uh, so these round neck t-shirts, they sell them. How much is it? Just 15 CDs. Now some of them, the more quality ones are like 18 CDs, 20 CDs. But let's assume you take out 20 CDs to buy a round neck t-shirt and you decide that when I'm in the room, this is what I wear. And then you get one armless t-shirt, 15 CDs, 10 CDs. You can get them at Crown Medina Lab. 10 CDs or 15 CDs to buy an armless t-shirt. So you so when I'm in the room, I'm wearing the armless t-shirt. In case I have to step out to buy something, I wear the round neck t-shirt. What happens is that now you have these two neatly folded at one place in your closet. So this is casual. Then you push them there. Now you have your polo long sleeve t-shirt and your black trousers. You pull them or you hang them and put them at another place in your closet and say, this is for church and official meeting. So apart from church, maybe you have to go for an engagement, you have to go for somewhere. You just take your, your official clothes. It is there. Then maybe you have another compartment that says that other outings. And then you get it. Some of you don't need half of the shoes you have now. Wow. So how to build a closet? I'm saying that point number one is that look for what looks good on you when you see something that looks good on you get a lot of it it's a secret I learned a long time ago if you buy your hair setting when it looks good on you just maintain it the girls if you do a hairstyle that looks good on you just maintain it if you wear a particular jeans that is not staring up last in any way and people say it looks good on you Please, just get more of that. If you wear a particular shirt and people say, it looks good on you, like it looks so good. Let's say this brown round neck shirt looks good on you. Just get more of it. Maybe you can decide to change the colors to bring variety. But that's it, just get more of it. Yeah, just get more of it. Do you realize that when people become in quotes stars and they want to become serious in life and they want to create an identity, they have a particular pattern of dressing. Yeah. So that means that Anybody who is serious in life must get a pattern of dressing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's why wow. workplaces have a pattern for dressing. Because they are serious. So you must have a pattern for dressing. So once you, 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 you see what you want and you get it. You see, the next thing, the next once you see what you want, look good, then you decide to get it. Now, if deciding to get what you mean means saving for a month, I feel you should. Okay. Save for a month and get it. And then compartmentalize your closet. Even if you don't have a wardrobe, you have a bag. Yes. Decide, okay, the front of my bag or my, my bag, my briefcase bag is for this. It's for casual dresses. Then I arrange the trousers at the back. The trousers are divided into three. The one on top is casual because I wear it all the time, so it should be on top. The church one will be below. And then the ones I wear to outings and things will be in the middle. You get to divide things in your closet like that casually beautiful so basically that's how to build a closet wow yeah yeah and i just want to address this quickly yes please now that you've understand the divine concept of dressing and where garments came from don't tell me that a woman shouldn't wear a man's clothing and neither should a man wear a woman's clothing because god sewed tunics for both adam and eve oh wow God wow. sewed tunics for both of them. You said you sewed a tunic for both of them. Meaning Eve was wearing Adam's dress. <laughs> oh my. 
So I beg you, let's go back and preach to God. Eh? God did a mistake in the beginning. <laughs> he gave a woman's dress to the man and the man's dress to the woman. And I think that most of the time, they, they quote a certain scripture, that what the man wears, the woman shouldn't wear, and that they base that as their judgment that the lady wear that of a man. Go to the Middle East right now. Go back to ancient Judah and see what men wear. Ask yourself, what was the context of what men were? What did men wear? If we were in Scotland and there was a preacher there preaching, meaning women shouldn't wear skirt. Yeah, because in Scotland, wow, wow. Because in Scotland, the men wear skirts. So then that means they are actually then that means wow then you are only pushing culture exactly ma you are pushing culture you are pushing things that were people's problems that they were trying to solve you are pushing that thing go back and read the context within which that thing that statement was made and you realize that it had nothing to do with dressing in public wow. <laughs> and the bible says under two or more witnesses the matter is established it was just written over the ones to a group of people who are all dead and gone. We don't even know any of them. Wow. Wow. So we are sorry. We cannot accept that because now we understand the divine picture of garments. Commander, this has been an amazing time. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to thank my, my management for giving us this time. And uh, we surely can't live without taking some... Um, two questions some questions and so if so if you you have a question um, as usual tap on your unmute um, button um, so that i'll mute you you tell us your name and where you are calling from so the the floor is open for questions all right so um i see a name mariam So, um, Mariam, uh, please, please unmute yourself. Tell us your, your name and where you're calling from, please. Good afternoon. Oh, okay. So, what's the link between your garments changing over time? Your garments changing over time, and then what's the link between your garments changing over time, and then um, 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 people's purposes that change? What's the link between the two? Now, let me give you this. Now, I like to do this. I like to break down purpose into two. How I like to break down purpose into two is this: there is your general your wholesome your holistic purpose which is that by the 
by the end of your life, we should be able to summarize what you came to do in one word. So, what did Jesus come to do? He came to die to save the sins. He came to die for our sins and save mankind. At the beginning of the angel's words, he said that um, um, you shall call his name Jesus. Matthew 1, 21, he says, and you shall call his name Jesus because he shall save his people from their sins. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. But watch this. Jesus also says that everything I do is because I see the Father do. For this is why the Father sends me. And then he makes statements like that for different things. Wow. He says, this woman, the only reason why he's blind, blah, 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 is so that the Father's glory can be revealed in it. I was sent here to reveal the Father's glory. So now, for this particular time, my purpose is to heal this person. Wow. For this particular time, my purpose is to go to Samaria. For this particular time, my purpose is to go to the temple. For this particular time, my purpose is to be with Peter Dems and train them. For this particular time, my purpose is to preach. For another particular time, my purpose is to heal. Another particular time, my purpose is to face the Pharisees. Wow. So, you realize that there is your specific purpose per moment. And then there is your wholesome purpose per life. So, at the end of your life, what was chief called to do? You see, at the end of your life, it will become clear the big picture. But while you are in life, every day father has an assignment for you purpose another synonym for purpose is reason wow what is the purpose for drinking water what is the reason for drinking water so reason so what is the reason why you are alive today what is your reason for going where you are going what is your reason for eating what you are eating what's your reason for talking to this person so purpose is expressed in everything we do and so therefore your purpose will keep changing they said, call his name Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. So his identity is, I am Jesus. But guess what? It didn't even take long. He said, I am the bread of life. <laughs> it didn't even take long. He said, I am the good shepherd. It didn't take also long. He said, I am the light of this world. I am the beginning and the end. I am the resurrection. <laughs> so he kept on shifting identities as time went on. So sometimes God may ask you to wear a particular garment. And then in a certain particular season, he asks you to change it. Well, I actually have a friend who that happens to him a wow. lot. Wow. 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 So so you see, in some cases, some of you are there, you don't know that it was God. But in a particular time, you just felt like in this season, I want to be wearing a lot of jeans. Black jeans. Or it just occurred to you, hey, I should get a black jeans. So. Some of you in a particular scene, you just say you didn't even want to see the thing called you. <laughs> you just wish you could yeah. go in casual slippers all the time. A lot of these things have a direct link to what God wants you to do in that season. Maybe somebody is there in a particular scene, he just wants to be wearing sandals all the time. And maybe God's word to him is that in this season, preach more. Wow. Because in, in, in the whole armor of God, he says, your feet should be fitted in the readiness to preach the gospel. He said, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news? Wow. Wow. You, you get it? So, yeah. I mean, as your purpose changes over time, and the Bible says to everything, there's a season. You know, and a purpose to everything under the sun. So even for the purpose, there's a season to it. So there's a season to every purpose. Every season, God will ask you to do something. As the seasons change, your garment may change along. Amazing. I'll tell you something. Last year, God said, a lot of the things you wear should have the theme white and black. 
So last year, I bought a bunch of round neck t-shirts, um, black and white round neck t-shirts. So most of the time last year, when people see me, I was in black, 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 black or black and white. Wow. This year, he says, get green. Wow. Then guess what? So I'm like, this whole year, I'll be wearing green. Then just a few weeks back, he said, get brown. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I thought I was going to be wearing green the whole year. But then it's just about half of the year. Now he says, add brown. Wow. So, Mariam, that's my answer to you. Your garments may change because there's, as I said, there's a connection between your garments and your purpose. And purpose also changes depending on the season. And so your garment may, may change along. And the emphasis is may. Wow. Um, Mariam, I hope you asked that. Um, you asked for everything. Okay, so um, I'll take my last question. I'll take my last question. Um, so last question. Last question. If you have a question, um, you can let me know. Um, tap on your unmute button so that I unmute you from here. Alright, so um, I guess, I guess, I guess, um, I guess there are no more questions. And if there are no more questions, um, I would like for Commander to give his final word um, before we leave. Alright, so thank you all so much for joining. It's been a lovely time. And if I'll give any final words, these are these are my final words now dressing is one of the most underestimated sectors of life not just for those in the fashion industry but i mean as an individual what you put on really matters invest in what you wear but even more than that be as spiritual as possible with your dressing understand that there is a connection between what you wear and who you are. I want you to also know this, that the Bible says that do not stir up youthful lusts. Any dressing at all that stirs up lust one way or the other, I say that it's a wrong choice of dressing. So decide to dress good, decide to dress beautifully, and decide to dress spiritually. There is no rule that says that don't be creative as far as your dressing is concerned. So I want you guys to also be as creative as possible as far as your dressings are concerned. I mean, I want you to look good. Our Lord Jesus looked good. The soldiers even casted lots for his garment. So he looked good. However, draw the line in making sure that it, it just doesn't stir up youthful lust. And don't prioritize dressing over spirituality. So if you are going to church, you are going for a meeting, and what you are wearing will in any way hinder you from expressing yourself if the Lord should ask you to, it means it's the wrong choice of dress. I don't have anything against the high heel, but if you know that just in case the Spirit of God asks you to run or to dance or to move in a certain way, and your high heel will not permit you to, 
I think then it's the wrong choice of dress for that particular occasion. Amazing. If you are wearing a super tight jeans, and because of that you can't go to the front and dance to the glory of God, because you are afraid your your buttocks is drawn out too much, then it obviously means the wrong choice of garment. So, be spiritual about your dressing. Be creative about your dressing. And don't underestimate the power of dressing. Sometimes the favor we look for in life is just in our dressing. That's all. Wow. Joseph changed his dress to meet Pharaoh. That tells you the power of dressing. The madman of Gadara. The Bible says that he was naked and afraid. When he met Jesus and the deliverance happened, the Bible says when the people of the town came, they saw the man who was formerly possessed by the devil clothed in the clothed and sitting in his right mind. Meaning that there were two major things wrong with him. He was mad and he was undressed. Meaning that your sanity is as important as your dressing. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, dressing is important. And all my beautiful ladies listening on the call, I say, dress good, dress well, dress spiritual. All my brothers listening, I say, Charlie, dress good, invest in clothing, look good, and feel good. God bless you all so much. God bless you all so, 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 so much. Thank you so much, Commander, for this amazing time on today's Telegram radio session. Like, we've just learned a lot. I'm sure, listeners, you've also learned a lot, and you are going to apply everything that you you heard. So God, God bless you all so much for, for joining today's radio session. Um, I want to acknowledge the presence of the pastors um, on our Telegram radio session, Pastor Ben, and all the other pastors on the radio session. Um, God bless you all so much for joining. Um, thank you. Thank you. And, and you, and you listening, thank you so much too for listening. Um, today's radio session was... Um, Probably sponsored by Lily Men's Fashion House. If you want to contact Lily Men's Fashion House, contact her on 0249 I mean, that lady can sew good, though. Hey. Wow. Charlie, the lady, they sew. So, the girls, if you want to sew anything creative, anything, Charlie, Lily Men's is the, is the number one person for you. And then. Yeah, Charlie, I mean, she's good. I've seen, I've seen what she can do. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm routing for her like this. Wow, amazing. So Lily Men's Fashion House. Lily Men's Fashion House. Lily Men's Fashion House. And our proud sponsor, Mom's Catering Services. If you want to have a, a taste of heaven at your event, then it's just the right place to reach. Contact Mom's Catering Services on 0243-402959. Mom's Catering Services. Taste to know you're heavenly. All right, so I believe all of you are blessed joining today's Telegram radio session. And as usual, I'll leave you with this song. See, b- before you leave them with this song, I think next week we should bless some people with some credit too. Y- yes, Commander. Yeah, I, next I week, think that's not a bad idea. Yeah, next week we should bless some people with some credit. Maybe, I don't know, we'll find a way of doing some Q&A at a point. Just random stuff in the word. And then whoever, um, you know, um, calls in, we'll, we'll just kind of put a challenge out there. If someone hits it, we just wire them some 20 bar or something. Why not? Why not? All right, Charlie, <laughs> film.
All right, so be alert. Next week, make sure you win. And if you win, please, I know I send the recorder. Why? <laughs> All right, is anybody here blessed? Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed.